Greetings, Wayfarers Young and Old, to the Heart of Adventure podcast, Episode 2. Last we left off, our heroes Thordin, Sheik, Dipple, Angus, and Nimdiok have found their call to adventure and are now investigating the strange origin of mind control energy in the city of Daresound. It's now the following morning, and you are all grouped together with Clyde as he starts to brief you on your mission. All right, everyone. Whatever happens today will be the deciding factor in seeing whether or not we will be able to fight against what's happening in this city. Our first target is the grand opening of Daresound's first arcane university. The ribbon-cutting ceremony is happening in a few hours. Lord Brumby will be there, and your goal is to talk to him. You see, Lord Brumby is having a party tonight at his lavish palace in the centre of the city. An upgrade from the castle you might remember when you were last in town. And that is where we need you to be. There are many secrets within that palace. Secrets that will explain what's going on in the city. So, you go to the grand opening ceremony, you talk to Brumby, and you get invited to that party. Brumby's palace is very well protected. On any normal day, it would be impossible to get inside of it. A battalion of guards protect its walls and every hallway within. But, with some fancy clothes and an invitation to the party, you're in with no skin off your back. Once you're inside, we need to get the most important part of the mission. We need you five to get any information you can about what's going on. Any intel is good intel. You might want to check Lord Brumby's bedroom, his office, or another possibility is Lord Brumby's head scientist, Gelder. Gelder has a laboratory somewhere within the palace. We would love to know what's in there. Now, if you get caught sneaking around, things will get messy quick. Stealth is our best friend in this mission. I'm like really visibly pointing at Nundiak over and over again. (laughs) Yes. Now, watch out for guards while you're there. And most specifically, watch out for the guard captain, Daytorus. He is a bulky fellow, and I mean an absolute beefcake of a man. A flex. Like, more than this? About twice the size. Twice the... He's huge. If you encounter him, he is incredibly strong and is willing to kill on sight effectively. Watch out for him, because he will throw you for a loop if you... And probably literally throw us into a loop of some kind. Uh, I mean, I imagine the most loopiest of them, yes. Alright guys, this is it. This is your prep time. I know some of you wanted to go and really quickly look at the unveiling of the new university. But outside of that, you guys need to prep. Your two missions right now are to get some fancy clothing for the party, but also get invited to the party. I have to get fancy clothes. You all need yeah. fancy clothing. Hey, John, I'm it's actually fun. wearing really fancy clothing. Well, aren't we, oh, no, you're are. good. aren't we going yeah. to the ceremony? Yes. That the party's for? Do I have to have uh, fancy clothes? The party is for that, yes. Later. So we're going to go to the ceremony and then and get, get invited, invited there. To the party. Basically, yeah. So I will say this. Everybody who, except for Angus, because we've actually already made him, do, I've made him do this out before the podcast happens, so he has fancy clothes already. Everybody else... 15 gold pieces removed from your inventory, and I want you to describe to me what your fancy clothes look like. This is like a really over-the-top sort of uh, eccentric tailor make them for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, greetings! I was hoping this would happen. I have the finest of fabrics for the finest of clothes. All right, tell me what your clothes look like, guys. Thomas, Thornton. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> I want, like, a nice tight leather... Vest, yes, with a poofy white oh my God, undershirt, and then just like a really thick belt, yes, with like multiple different like holes in it, you know, for different sizes mm-hmm. and like widths. So and, just just uh, a warning, just a little bit of a like label warning, you know. The poof is out of this world. It's okay, of, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's eight inch poof, incomprehensible poof, eight inch at least. Um, and then I want just some nice rocking. Like rock and roll boots, cotton pants, you know, black. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Brown leather on the vest, of course. Slick. It and, looks uh, slick. Just some boots, man. Just gotta love a sharp dressed man. Okay. <laughs> my my beard, I have done up. My Ooh, yeah. My, my mustache on my beard is twisted on the ends. Absolutely. And the beard is looking sharp. Man, you're just you're just rocking. My beard rings are gold instead of uh, iron as they normally are. Good job, Dipple. 
All right. Dipples. She's going to be wearing a nice, slim, green evening velvet dress. Mm -hmm. A little bit lower cut for Dipple, typically, but we're going to kind of rely on... (laughs) We're going to kind of rely on this tonight with all the guards that are Yeah, show the girls off. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, a nice, deep brown, golden embroidered corset. Awesome. Good luck to you. To to make sure that they are available. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Sheik? So I'm going to be wearing a blue dress with gold trim and red accents with flowing bell sleeves and a sweetheart neckline. (laughs) (laughs) Golly! And and Nimbia tonight will be wearing... (laughs) I will be wearing whatever the most common outfit that is nice... In the shop, I imagine you just as like want, Hitman. I want to. Suit. I want it's to be blend black. in and not stand out. Okay, absolutely. He has like multiple Dumb and Dumber, like blue and orange suits, if you'd like, with the top hat. Definitely, uh, I don't like orange. No, but the top hat's good. It's pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. There is a black suit, top hat included. You can or not. hold a lot Can of knives. Black and red. Black and red. Absolutely. Red it's got. It's it's, it's, it's like black suit, red tie, red pocket square, red feather. Yes, sir. Red feather. Red feather. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Then we're styling. Yes. Fasting for... Fasting. We're fasting now. All right, no eating today, guys. (laughs) External. Midday. You are now at the actual opening ceremony. There's a big crowd packed around this giant university, which you start to get the information that this is effectively a mage university. It's to learn about arcane powers and stuff like that. At the ribbon cutting itself is Lord Brumby himself... And also Gelder, the scientist. And he kind of just, he gives this big speech, which I'll figure out his voice later. But effectively, it's this kind of big flashy thing. They talk about the future and how bright it'll be. And uh, they say that, like, really dumb slogan that Dare Sound has about the charming so city. So I was going to make an inside check on whether Gelder seems good or bad. But no, he's definitely taken over if he just said that phrase. Mm-hmm. He, Brumby himself cuts the ribbon, it flies down, and people are actually let into the university to sign up for, like, the first classes to be opened down. Does Brumby look the same? Or does he look Oh, sorry! No, he looks very different. You remember this portly fellow, and now he's, like, buff? Looks a little taller? Kind of wearing a cape? Like, like, I will say, his shirt is low-cut. You see a little (laughs) bit of that, like, chest hair coming through. (laughs) You you, you know, you almost (laughs) die three times, and you kind of start lifting after that. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got his gains. Uh, you guys can walk up and say whatever you'd like to, but there are guards there and people are you know coming up and talking to. Them. I want to go up to uh, Brumby. Hey, King Brumby! Oh uh-huh, yeah. Huh? So uh, I heard oh. there's a party there, and I actually brought a very hypnotizing creature. I'm gonna bring it to the party as a form of invitation. That's a way to I say hello. I was not expecting you to go this way. I thought you would go with the ale that you have in your. Bag, but okay. He wants me to be a creature. I want to come. I bought a dress. <laughs> no, you turn, you turn <laughs> out no, of the creature. The druid you? just gets to be the animal. Oh, no, you, you get, get a fancy dress. I'm only used for my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, how do you say about that? That's one way to say hello. Yes. <laughs> um. Yes, we are having a party, and. Uh, I am intrigued. What is this creature? It's a surprise. I'll tell you. You see at the party. Honestly, just go ahead and do a persuasion check. Like, that's a... You're breaking out of the horse gates right now. That's a big old fat one. That's great. That's a good way to start this year episode. So, I'll, I'll say this. With that natural one, you are, like, stumbling through your words at this point. Like, you're a nervous wreck a little bit, and you're just kind of, like, trying to mess your way through this. I'm going to walk up to... Brumley and be like, hey Brumley, Brumby, Brumby, Brumley. You also got a one. On How's it going? <laughs> Hello, yet again. It's so good to see you all. Did Did you hear about the special animal? The giant owl. The, the special animal that that Angus has no, no. that he wants to bring to the party tonight. It is super exciting. Pretty She's getting getting pretty exciting. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you know, this is. He's, I have no he's idea. Had the, he's had the thing picked out for okay. months. I didn't even know you were in town. Well, we've been <laughs> I'm not gonna say ages. what it is. You know, saving the world. Well, okay. Well, well what? Different. What can you tell us about this creature? Why is it, it important? It has the most beautiful colors. Something that everyone would enjoy. It's got to be a crowd pleaser. It's huge, massive, 
Gelder kind of gets distracted and gets walked away really quickly. Yes. I would like to follow Gelder and start trying to talk to him about science. Cool. Science, science, science. science. Adams. Adams. <laughs> Tell him I'm interested. You know, I catch up to him and I say, Mr. Gelder, is that uh, correct? Yes, yes, that is my name. My, my name is Dipple. I don't know if you've heard of me, but um, those friends over there, they're my adventuring party. Ah. We go way back. With yes, yes, of course. I, I just wanted to chat with you a little bit about your um, your science. Do you guys offer any science courses here at the university? We offer many, yes, of all types of subjects. We uh, particularly try to focus on the arcane side, but sometimes other sciences are important. Oh. See, I don't know much about arcane science. Would you, would you be willing to tell me more about that? Persuasion check. This is a good she line. Actually, actually I'm going to give you advantage because this is a good legit line. doesn't know a lot about arcane science. No, I don't. Yeah. She knows a lot about natural science. Nine. Oh. Nine? No, He's gonna do an insight Charisma? against that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, you guys are on charisma. I, I, I would love to. I, I'm a bit of, you know, I wouldn't say, I'm not gonna, I'm a bit of a savant about the matter myself. I mean, I'm going to be the head of the college itself. Oh, interesting. Yes. That I, didn't know. I will be the dean. Hmm. Well, if, if it's all right with you, I'd love to come by your office sometime and, you know, have a cup of tea. Surely, surely. I, I'm always very accepting of anybody who's willing to learn more and further themselves. Oh, of, of course. I've, I've been traveling a little bit myself and, you know, don't know too much about the things that I travel through, so I thought it'd be good to learn. Oh, I'm certain that we could find something perfect for you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Very well. And I kind of, like, curtsy and walk away. Fantastic. He kind of walks away and uh, kind of just like starts fidgeting through stuff in his pockets and kind of like looks through stuff while he's walking inside. Perception check. Yeah, absolutely. Insight check. Perception. Okay. Well, you can insight on... What he was messing with. In his Perception is messing with, yeah. Natural 20. Oh man, you you your eyes like ching and you literally into it. Like in my brain, I'm like natural like, natural twenty is the only way this is gonna work. <clears throat> Imagine it's like Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, and like yes. you, you, your eyes zoom. This is gonna be a like a short story arc right here. <laughs> you see, he pulls out this kind of it almost looks like the shape of an ocarina. It's kind of like almost you know globular in shape, but it's this metal kind of nugget that has these swirling designs on it. And he pulls it out, and you notice he rubs his finger over the design, and the design kind of glows a bit. And then you immediately hear Brumby say behind you, You know what? Yes. I'm very intrigued. I'd love to see this creature. You should come on. I can give you... You're all invited. I'd love to see your party at the party tonight. And Gelder kind of just... Honestly... Screw this guy. I'm just going to say it. Screw I this need guy. you... To give me like, there's no way he would know. A stealth check to not be looking right at Gilder when he turns around. This is like averting your eyes really quickly. Okay. Uh, ten. Oh god, he rolled a seven. I have to look up his stats. There's no way. Like, come on. Let's just leave it. But like, <laughs> he's he's a bad guy, right? He won't just kill her in public. Well, he got a mate. Yes. <laughs> yes. So as he as he starts to look around. You quickly avert your eyes and kind of, you know, do a very convincing whistle, and then he just saunters on his way into the university. You all now are invited to the party tonight. So, if there's anything else you'd like to... Are we all going together as a group to the front palace doors? I, I think that like we should all enter at different times. I think we I should enter like as a group because he knows us as a group. Uh, that's a fair point. But I kind of like the idea of going in separately. No, but like what does that earn us? We're gonna split up when we get in there, anyways. They know that. Like, the, we don't just stick together all the time. <laughs> you're just like this group of we, five we are that are attached to the hip. Yes. Yeah, you're just like you sw move around, kind of like a. Uh, We're the, that the, click. The guy you saw last episode. We're at the palace. Yes, you are now at the palace, and as you walk up, you can hear like not a Marachi band per se, but there's definitely a band of bards inside, and the music is bleeding out to the outside area. And, oh my goodness, is this the fanciest, like, entry line you've ever seen. As you walk up to the front, up these stairs into the front gates, there is all these finely dressed people in, like, white suits with top hats and whatnot. Are the lights, like, shooting up into the sky? Oh yeah, definitely, man. There's, like, these 
spotlight torches, or not no, spotlight lanterns that are just shining up and doing the whole Hollywood back and forth. Mm-hmm. As you walk up to the front gate, the guards just look at you down and say, oh yeah, you're the group persons, and they sign you off, and you guys are already in that easy. Right away, you're walking through the front doors. You walk through this garden area, which has uh, a few kind of, you know, those lattice things that you have in the garden, where it's like the, the creeping vines that go up the walls. There's some of those like mul- those latticed fences that actually go up the sides of the actual palace itself that vines are creeping through, and there is like flowers and almost a hedge maze on the corner of this whole courtyard. As we're walking in, I turn to turn to Ninja with my hand together. out as if he were to take my, his, my yes. hand under his, and I say, "I think a drink would be nice right now." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk around until we find something. Absolutely, you walk on inside to this really big palace like entryway. This big grand hall is right here at the front door, effectively. Uh, and there is a lot of people. There's like a good 50 people to 60 like fancy people who are all in this area. The interior is fancy decorated with huge chandeliers that come out to the same height as interior balconies uh, inside this entry hall. And the floor has this interweaving like golden pattern that's going through the actual marble itself but you can't really see much of its texture because it's covered by people. You walk in, you see drinks on the far side, and you can go ahead and get your little martini glasses. Meanwhile, the other three players, what are you guys doing? Or characters? Okay. I think we should walk. First, if we're gonna do this, then I'm gonna walk in as me, you're gonna pull up a curtain and make a magic act out of it while I turn into a tiger because that's gonna be freaking awesome. Alright. But we need a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> I hear King Marbury. What do you mean you need a curtain? Your magic. You can make a curtain. I don't Wait, what? do you have thin air? I would like that. to split off and head toward I th- where I would I think King Brumby or um what's the dude's Gelder? Gelder's uh, uh, office to be. Okay, so the interior of this palace is much different than when you last were here. So you're basically just gonna be walking around and searching. So you're just gonna I would imagine it to be lower though. Down. Cool. Awesome. That's where I would start. I need to find King Brumby so I can There are... Is so the castle open to go in? Not really. There is this main hall and the dining room, effectively, that are open for the party. So the to... other rooms have one guard per door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since I took out 15 gold pieces for this dress, can that include extra fabric to do yeah, absolutely. You can get okay. like a nice, nice fancy fabric. Absolutely. It can be part of your plan here. Okay. Um, so, Angus, you're walking up the Brumby. Yeah. And he's just kind of like hot. You, you walk up to him and he's at this like really long, fancy table and he's playing like champagne pong. And they're like, <laughs> they're throwing diamonds and it's bouncing on the table and landing into these oh, champagne God. glasses. It's it's pretty intense. This, this is Lord Brumby. Oh, hello. Yes. So, I was thinking about making a gigantic display of this. I need a big curtain to draw out and curtain. show She has a curtain. You have the creature. Yes. Fantastic. He kind of takes one of the glasses and dings it with the, the fork or whatever. And everyone, everyone! I have some close accomplices of mine who have something that they'd like to present to you all. Angus, this better Where, be good. Where's the curtain to display it? We and have the curtain. You have the curtain? Yes. You need to put up the curtain. Absolutely. Do you need? Well, we, we don't need to put help. up the curtain. You're just gonna hold um, it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A few. Oh, you're just gonna hold it up. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hold it up. So <laughs> you're both short. <laughs> so yeah. you go ahead. Well, great. And start that's even as, better. <laughs> describe your magic show. I'm. I'm gonna go get somehow. She's gonna crawl under a few tables and go right behind the big curtain I'm holding up, and I'm gonna do a big display of everyone. Be listen, ladies and gentlemen. This beast has come far and wide from the places of Delmarev. They're ancient creatures and been long-lasting. Beautiful colors and stripes, but dangerous to die. But here, I've tamed it. Be prepared. A little drum roll for everybody. And like everybody in this place does a hand drum roll on their laps, except for some really like people. Can I throw the curtain? I throw the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. So, what creature do we see? A A giant, a tiger. Amazing. This is like. Everybody, like, you see the whole room, like, takes a step back, and they're all like, whoa. A lot of people start, like, pitter-pattering, getting the clapping started. I jump up on the table and, like, rock Absolutely. As this happens, I do a perception check to see which guards do not loop and look. Okay. No, I mean, I'm definitely, like... 18. Okay. Oh my goodness! So, so which ones are still paying attention? Which ones are not moving at all? Like they have the most important door to protect. 
Okay, that is a better uh, specification. And uh, I will say, the guy who looks like he's covering the most important door is also one of the biggest guys, and he's like stone-faced as all this is happening. He's not like he's looking around. He's like carefully watching the the tiger and all this stuff that's going on. But he's also equally watching the room, and he is blocking this door, which is a double door compared to a lot of other single doors that are going to other places. I have a question since everyone is distracted as well. You guys are doing a fantastic job with the tiger. Um, did do any guards that I noticed? Look away. Uh, I am looking like this, the main stairwell, right? I want to head downward. Do I see any guards near the stairwell? Like, that I could maybe just, like, sneak past since they're looking away at the tiger? Yes. Let me, um, uh... Wait, stairwell where? Like Up or right? down? I want to go down. Right okay. as everyone kind of goes, <gasps> like, that big sound, all of that rush, I want to just, whoop, just scoop down. Whoop, I'm gone. There is, because this is amazing, actually, I would like, with advantage either Angus or Sheik to do, like, a charisma check. Yep, no, that's sort. Angus. That's Angus. <laughs> She's the lowest charisma in the group at a minus two. Because I'd like to see how many guards actually 14 advantage. Advantage. Oh, it's a 14. That's a 14 plus 8. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, Thomas, this is your moment. There is a guard who, like, just doesn't look, and you can sneak on right by, kind of click that door open, walk through. A door to go down? Yes. I'm going with. All right. Uh, you're with, you're with her. Oh, no, I'm with you. Yeah. We're Can getting I? drinks. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Yes. Can I reach my arm around his head and pull him in with me? With the guard? Can we pull the guard I in? I want to look like a guard, don't I? Oh, my gosh. Give me a advantage kind of grapple check, athletics check. And it'll be contested by his. Like, he's not knowing this is about to happen, so you've got advantage for sure. Ooh, so that's a crit. <laughs> Can I knock him out in one? Can I just... Uh. <laughs> Just yes, just, like you describe how you do that. No, yeah. So, so like I, I'm, he, I see him like gasp and like walk forward. So I quickly open the door behind him and kind of open it just enough to get us both in there. Then I grab him around the mouth and pull him in, shut the door, and then punch him in the side of the face. Absolutely. As I, I kind of lean back and hold him to to quiet the blow. Out cold. Yep. He and then is. I am uh, taking all that off. Yep. Getting rid of this crap clothes, and I'm putting on his guard outfit. What are you doing with him? Uh, taking him downstairs to me and finding a closet down there. Cool. Somewhere. Second second episode in a row that we're going to have you carrying a body over your shoulder. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it, but it might be a, thing. a recurring thing. Um, well, put your clothes on him and you can say that he got drunk way too early. Oh, yes. Okay. Give some champagne. Absolutely what I do. Okay. I put my clothes on him. Is he a dwarf? <laughs> nope. No, he's a human man. So you're going to have really baggy clothing you're wearing right now. Well, I'm muscly. Hey, you take just take some rope and tie it. Uh, well, it won't be pulled. baggy left and right, but up and down it will be. But you roll it, it up, up. Say you're a new guy. Yeah, I'll roll it up. I'll roll it up. This is all they had. <laughs> Sounds great. New guy. Okay. What are you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> this abnormally fancy stairway that goes down into this kind of lower area, which is below the first floor. You're now in a kind of basement. Basement zone. area. But even this area has like kind of nice rooms and nice hallways that you're going through. Are there guards down here? Um, not in your immediate. Not you don't immediately see any. Cool. Um, so at this point... So this is awkward that I'm taking a drunken man downstairs wearing very small Oh, yeah! What are you looking for, specifically? I'm just going to rest him up against the bottom of the stairs as okay. if he kind of stumbled his way down there and sat there. Okay. And what are you looking for down here? Uh, the smell of science. Okay, you're looking like, for I would imagine that chemistry, alchemy, whatever the heck he's doing down here would have some sort of scent for me to follow. Investigation check. He smells cyanide. Well, it's a bad thing that investigation is intelligence, because that's a two. All right, we'll get back to you. Thanks. <laughs> we are now with Nimdiok and Dipple as you walk to the center of the ballroom to start a dance. As we dance, uh, you have to message me first. Yeah. Too, so you're using the spell message to talk yeah. to her mind? Yeah. This way is a little more discreet. Can I get a perception check from everybody in the ballroom right now? Yeah, I just thought of something, but I can't say it. Third Crit. So Crit. Awesome. 13. As you two are dancing okay. around, doing your little whatever dance and two-step kind of thing, Nimdialk, you look over and you notice that there is a batch of guards with this one elven man who's kind of scraggly and gray-haired, finely cut, and he's got like this guard outfit, but it is much fancier than the rest. And you can immediately assume that this is the city watch captain that you heard was recent addition to the... Lineage of important people in this town. The terrace? Hmm? The 
No, no, not him. No, that's the head Day knight. Taurus is the head guard of the castle, and he's somewhere in the castle. And you'll know him by the size of his muscles. Yeah, he's an intimidating fellow. Okay. Okay. You two again. I'm going to message to everyone around me, like... I can't message him, but I can message them too. Also, yeah, you can send individual and messages just, out. Like say, "Hey guys, keep an eye on that guy." I want us to say, "Watch out with these powers." True. Is there any other steps here in the in the ballroom before we get back to Thornton? Yes. Uh, I message you back and say, tell you about the large stone with the rune on it that um, the awesome. science guy had yeah. earlier, and I let you know that as they were putting on their show. There was that double door with the large guard standing in front of it that did not flinch. Okay. So I think we should probably try to go. Was it large with a big L? With two big L's. Great. Man, there were two big L's like embroidered on the door. Yeah. (laughs) Lobby? Lab. Lower level. Mm -hmm. Lavalier. Okay. So I I tell you. Because I figure of all people, you'd be probably the best. <laughs> and, and you two actually, okay. by doing this in the music site, picking up, you two dancing causes some more dancing to happen. And people start joining in around you, and like there is a kind of ballroom scenario going on. Cool. Inspired by you two. I'm into it. Table talk. This is it. Right now. I actually want to start this table talk session really quick by kind of saying this funny little thing. I was looking through the uh, the Dungeon Master's Guide, okay. and at the beginning of the chapter that is the running the game chapter, on page 235, there's this rule. Have snacks. Decide before a session who will bring food and drink. This is often something the players can handle. That is a quote from there the Dungeon Master's Guide. There are donuts, pizza, and <laughs> cookies. I just thought that was yeah, the funniest. Up. But I'm pretty sure it's like it's against the law if we, as friends, Group together in any circumstance without jail, yeah. getting food. Yeah, that's like a, that's we have wrong. to eat food. I kind of wanted to hear from you all what, like, a funny, memorable, or favorite moment that you had before the podcast. What's something that you kind of just have to share with the audience, whether it's about your own character or somebody else's character? And go ahead. I just want to throw that out there. I just just very recent. We were playing my as my character was becoming a monk. Yes. Went to a monastery up in the sort of northeastern section of the continent that we're on, and uh, bad things happened, of course. You know, story ensued. Mm-hmm. And of course, jo- Johnny's brother Andrew was in the house. He was like, why don't you come oh my join God. us for the session? The, the last session, ah, yeah. a lot of things happened to his character before then that he just showed up. I hadn't seen his character in a long time. I hadn't really seen Andrew in a long time. And suddenly he's a dwarf bard who now has a gun. He has a tablet that can make him fly, and he's also a werewolf. (laughs) Yeah! And so I just looked up into the sky to see a flying werewolf shooting an invisible monster, and he had bagpipes. There's a lot of baggage that we got, like, story completed before the beginning of this podcast, and that's, like, the most baggiest of the baggage. That is (laughs) the dirtiest, the deepest of the story. Yeah, that was literally the session. We cleaned it up. He's he's no longer a werewolf. We got that lycanthropy out He got clean. He went to the flying tablet has been used. Uh, A werewolf anonymous. (laughs) So that's one of my funny stories. Thank you for that. I love that. I'll go next. Uh, I remember it was right after we killed uh, the big bad um, centaur dude. And I got the belt. So we were in that one cave, and I had this belt that I didn't know what did. So I was like, you know what? We're about to die. There's some monsters. I just clicked the belt. All of a sudden, I had a horse butt shoot out and kick Dipple off. I almost killed her from, (laughs) like, Not only Dipple, but her wolf as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost killed our own team to buy my horse butt. was too big. And now it's your favorite. Yes, it's my favorite. I actually really quickly want to say one for myself, because you reminded me of Frisian, the centaur villain, the first villain you guys fought, and you just reminded me, I'm about to, like, player shame you right now. Not all of you, but some of you literally ate the centaur. Oh, yeah, You killed him, you beat him, and then you cooked him up. I did not do that. That's Angus ate him, and I'm pretty sure Thor did. To be fair, he looked really tasty. It was, like, some really good horse meat. You You had to make sure that he was gone, gone. No, I hated this man. (laughs) You guys ate the first bad guy I threw at you. That's Hey. Like you eat the next I, one. I thought I was in for something real bad when well, you guys normally did. Normally, that's like a dragon thing, right? Dragon meat's really rare. I mean, sure, dragon centaur meat. I understand. Meat, though, 
You, yeah, you ate like Yuck. half horse, half person. It's it's really awkward and gross. My favorite would probably have to be we were uh, walking through this forest or riding through this forest in a wagon, and we come across this duck statue. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, I think we're gonna finish of, on this one. Some of the okay. party members were a little bit smarter, and they were nice to the duck. Threw it a couple of coins, like Me. a fountain. It was like a fountain, yeah. you know, a wishing well Me kind of well. thing. <laughs> and uh, some good things happened to them. Whereas I wasn't there. Angus and Dipple, you know, they kind of decided. Let's blow it up, and yeah. so we did. Because they're idiots, soon. and uh, that was that was a fun time. And then we had this little angry duck that was well. You looked a inside god. the statue. It was a you know, god inside god. of it, you could see a duck. Yeah, some weird stuff happened, but you know, we're all still alive for now. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, but... don't blow up weird divine statues to animal things. Yeah, and they got they got very bad luck, and I got very good luck, and it was great. I can't wait until you inevitably do re meet up with the duck of the forest and i'm really glad you mentioned that story just so the audience is familiar with that yeah. and hopefully yeah. that allows our listeners to kind of like know some of the inside jokes that we may mention later on and yeah, also how insane this podcast might definitely definitely oh yeah get. oh no certainly oh, yeah. that sure. stuff i mean like history will repeat itself it's been absurd. pretty tame so far i mean the centaur butt is already in it but <laughs> yeah it uh but. it'll be going places i assure you i'm excited for the future Ooh. of this podcast for sure because we're just revving up yeah. oh yeah all right and that is the end of table talk Let's get back to the game. All right, Thoradin, I need another investigation check because at this point, you, f- you found the stairwell again. Whoa, wait, the stairwell's there? Yeah, you kind of did a circle and you found yourself back at the bottom of the stairs and there's this guy it's, with- It's not like a circle, it's more like a freaky circle. There's this guy with really <laughs> short, like, dwarven fancy clothes. Um, uh, okay, like, I'm just gonna walk around. And yeah. Opening at this point, doors. at this point, I'm not gonna make you fail anymore. You're just gonna start opening doors. No, like legit. I'm just All gonna right. walk around. I'm As you guard. begin to open doors, uh, a lot of these rooms look like rooms that the guards of this town of this castle stay in. Mm-hmm. It's barrack rooms. Every so often, you notice that there's just like, oh hey, an extra weapon here and there. And Is there like, like signs anywhere? Uh. Not necessarily, no. There, there's like. Yeah, I guess that this isn't like a museum, huh? No, this is this is the lower area that people know where they're going at this point. Cool. Um, but uh, as you walk around, you do notice that there are three doors that look different than the regular doors. There's this one door that is stone that is pressed into the wall and looks kind of grimy. There's a second door that is made of a different kind of wood and has like metal rungs on it that looks a little bit more reinforced than the regular okay. doors. And there's a third door that is, like, shiny and red. No door is too strong for this boy. Yes, and what would you like to do now? Um, I'm going to knock on the reinforced wooden door. Okay. As you knock and on the... And just room, verbally say, just checking in. You don't hear a response. Well, I will say you will hear some guards actually, like, down the hall. There are guards down here at I'll this level. Around, but I'll, like, I'll just keep walking. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a, like a... Are there uh, any windows on any of these doors to look into the rooms? No, not not down here. This is doors and walls. I really love some magic. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try and open the shiny door. The shiny door is a special door. And as you go ahead and put your hand on it, and you turn it... I feel... It's locked! And you hear an alarm go off. That's why I feel a fun sound. You you get this ringing bell in your head that rings out really loudly. Now, you guys up in the party... Those of you who, who know that you guys are doing this whole thing, like you I'm hear just... this very slight ring. It's not as noticeable among the music of the party, but, but you're all right? like, oh no. Oh no, something just Wait. happened. Can I quickly take my axe, break the door handle, and then bolt the other way, and then turn around? Yeah. Okay, turn. Yeah, so you go ahead and you take your axe. Do you need me to make an attack on it? I need you to roll damage. Uh, well, that's a crit, so. It's double damage because my adamantine axe. Oh crap! And it also crits. counts as a magic weapon, doesn't it? That eighteen ha- damage. Oh, golly, that handle. All is I want to do is floor. break the handle. Yeah, no, it's broken. It's then I want to. I just want. I have forty-five feet of movement speed, so I'm going to run the other way and then mm-hmm. turn around and just start running back. Make it seem like he was. Running Make it seem like it. I was running toward it. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Deception check really quick because as you do that, guards are coming in at this next. I don't round. see why that's even a deception check. Like. Well, I guess that I am a fake guard. With advantage, you put a costume, you, you set this up for yourself. 18 on the first check. Yeah, we'll keep it. Keep an 18. Okay, so you're running up now, and um, all these guards are I'm like panting. I'm like, I, I just saw a guy just run off. He, like, disappeared. Broke the door handle. I think he went off that way. All right, well, go get him. I'll stand guard. I was going to stand guard, 
but but I can stand guard. Dude, I got here first. And like as you two are having this awkward conversation, like a lot of the other guards are like, already. Bro, bro are you really gonna be like this tonight? But what? I got here first. I uh, uh, persuasion check. <laughs> Say you're tired. I don't want to run. Can I intimidate? Yeah, you can intimidate. I- I'm gonna be like, bro, not tonight with me. You do not mess with me tonight. Seventeen. Seventeen? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, he rolled a five. I doubt his modifier is gonna help him. Seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> he just kinda he just backs up and he's just like uh, f- f- fine, the guard captain will hear from you this. And he just kinda runs down the way. Tell him. Alright, cool. It'll show up on your quarterly. And uh <laughs> uh I will say this. You notice a big beefy dude down the hall walk up nearby these guards who are running down the way, and you hear this deep voice. What's going on? God, he knows all the guards in this place. And then they're like, uh, we, have to, we have to get going. There's, there's somebody inside down here. He says, lock off this floor. Lock off everything. We need to make our, you know. And then he kind of grabs effectively this um, grayish stone of some sort and speaks into it. says, everybody, high alert. There's somebody inside who's not supposed Frank. to be here. <laughs> Frank. Back to the party. What a smart guard, right? Back to the party. <laughs> um... Angus and Dipple, or, or Sheik, Sheik, Angus and Sheik. Hey, we should go downstairs. Yeah. What do you guys want to um, do? You guys all know that there's a ringing bell. Who can do silence? You have to be, it's a 120 foot range, 10 minute concentration. I will say, the ringing, you don't really can't pinpoint it, but it seems to be like directly below the actual main ballroom. So you're going to be going away from it in order to actually go to the bathroom. And Honestly, that might I put think you... it would be useless at this point. I think it would be too. I, I want to try to cause a great distraction be like, Everyone, I feel like we all should have a dance competition. Choose your couple. Have a great time. I want to offer some people the... Uh, the dos tres cuatro cinco de seques. The cinco dos equis. Single equis. Yes, you pull out the dragon bite bitter, which has the five X's on it. I want to pour some in a champagne glass and put some champagne and mix it around and then walk around to, um, Bree, you can't. This I is kind of like drop. Okay, yeah, you walk over to Dominic. Yeah, Nimdiak. Uh, Nimdiak. I'm be what? Nimdiak. That's what this is like. I'm going to get a guard drunk. I want you to go in there, the door. Up there. Where right. is it? To the door with the two doors or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Right, the double door. Yeah, the right. double door. Do it. I'm going to get this dude drunk. You're going to walk right So I want to walk up, act like I'm all like, I'm the stuff. Just kind of, uh, I don't know, just frolicking. I guess the there. guard is staring you down as you walk up. I'm like, hey, do I know you? I think I know you. I don't believe so, sir. Oh, really? You seem like you need to take a little bit off, cause, sir. Here, here's a drink. I just brought one straight from down there. I can't, sir. I'm on duty. <laughs> hey, it's a party. Come on. Yes, sir. That is why I'm here. Little persuasion. You can try. Oh, persuasion wow. action. You haven't done much yet. <laughs> okay, listen. I understand. That I've been a guard in my life. I've been in the military. You have. Yes. Then you know that we can't really drop our post and do regular civilian duties. Oh no, I'm not telling you to get drunk, I'm just saying like, have a sip, you must be thirsty up here. I struggle on my own sweat, I'm fine. <laughs> Come on, just take it easy. That Go ahead. Is... Wait, what did plus... you say? <laughs> <laughs> he rehydrates himself, it's fine. Nine. By drinking his own sweat? <laughs> you just, you just kind of like, if you carefully watch him, there's moments where he's no, like, just like, like, like his upper mouth. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your persuasion yep. check? Non natural twenty. Really? Because I got twelve. Oh my uh, plus gosh. eight persuasion. Your persuasion is ridiculous. Yep. I mean, that, that was a bad dice roll. Nine plus. That's not gonna beat it. <sighs> Fine, but just a soup. This is ridiculous that this works. <laughs> he grabs the cup and he uh, starts to take a drink. He kind of like recoils a bit and immediately opens his eyes with an intensity like he knows what you just gave him because he recognizes the flavor, but he also makes a constitution saving throw. because he, he might pass out. So you're yeah, either, there's a, there's a two I, way I wanna here. grab, I wanna reach for the cup so he doesn't drop it until he covers his mouth. Cool, cool. Don't cover his oh, mouth. He's, he's, not gonna, he's not gonna say anything. Okay, so I, I, wanna, I wanna like grab his shoulder or whatever mm. and then grab the glass and take it out of his hand. 
Okay, what's their con? Are you right next to Ooh, me? Ooh, they've got a good con, but he has to beat an 18. Okay, guys, I'm rolling. Four yes! <laughs> he got a... 16, 17. No way! Uh-huh. Ah, <sighs> uh, okay! <laughs> <laughs> this guard! Just like falls! You grab the cup out of his hand, but like we Smoothly. still we still have a falling guard in the middle of a party. I can't grab I said I was putting my hand in no, the And this butt. is where you make a medical emergency. <laughs> okay. No, you don't want me, no. Wait, I was gonna push him up against the wall? No, no, no. I was gonna put my hand behind his back like this. He's falling he, forward. Oh. Like well, limb fall onto oh. me. Okay, he falls onto you and now you Like a bro hug. Another unconscious guy. Gosh, you guys are doing too good right now, by the way. Thank you. We, should, we should make like a huge distraction and call for help. A huge distraction. Yo, hold up. Then there's gonna be another guard there. We're gonna switch positions. All right. Okay, I'm sneaking in the door. You're a huge distraction. Yeah. Like turning me back into Sheik. Nimdiok, though, you have this opening. Hey, I'm going. All right, oh, you go through these double doors. I'm gonna follow. All right, awesome. You two who like you were kind of dancing alongside, yeah, and then you just do a quick cha-cha through yeah, the door. She's got a plus four to her stealth. Nineteen plus four. Good job. Oh thank God. Nineteen. You guys should see yourself. Um, like the way you dance over to this door and then just like go through it without it almost even looking. Oh, like that's right. Open. You guys were dancing. Huh? Yeah, like you you're dancing up the stairs. <laughs> you go through the dancing crowd. Sheik, you're the last person who hasn't really done anything during this moment of time. He's a tiger. She yeah, yeah, you are doing. Like, you can dance like, with other people as a do tiger. Do you want to intensify your distraction or just you're doing your thing? How do you want to do that? <laughs> the least intense okay. way to say intensify. Would you let me try to do a backflip? <laughs> oh, you can absolutely do a backflip. Uh, go ahead and do an athletic. You are trying to get him away from your charisma score as much as you can. Six. Oof. <laughs> 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 yeah, you definitely try that. I mean, just to be okay. It was an attempt, but it also is a really oh, good distraction. Super cute. It's actually a really good distraction because you just like fall down backwards, and everybody's just like, "Oh, the tiger got hurt. Don't get too close. It's gonna hit you." And so okay. it's good. Good job. Okay. How am I doing? Thor and my buddy. Okay. Uh, the big guy. Daytoris? He kind of like, as the guards are all running away and they go throughout these lower levels and start locking up, he kind of just puts this like communication stone or whatever he's holding back into his pocket. He looks over to you and he says, What happened? And he's walking closer. It is dark in these underground hallways. Do, am I wearing a brimmed hat? Yes, you're wearing a I'm going hat. to attempt to, uh, like, in a as honorable, I guess, a way as I can, like, bow my head toward him as he walks, like, I messed up, someone broke the handle on the door, like, and also in an attempt to hide my face, but, like, I am trying to be honorable here, like, a man came in, I wasn't able to see, he was just a blur, but he made it to the door, I was able to notice him and catch him before he managed to get inside, but he broke the door handle off. I'm surprised, it's not many materials that could get through such a strong door as this. <laughs> Surely not. Okay. When he hears your voice, he kind of stops. I do change my voice a bit to sound like the dude that I was talking about. That's a charisma thing, my bud. That's a good thing that I have a plus one in the charisma. Okay. Uh, the charisma. Deception. He stops in his tracks. I'm busted. He clenches his fists. And he reaches back and grabs what weapon does he have? Oh, I forgot. No. It, no, this is where he starts. He doesn't have a weapon. He doesn't need one. <laughs> He's he a clutches. He is a weapon. He clutches. <laughs> He clenches his fists, and then fight, Thornton. I I rip, I rage, and I just rip my axe off my back and just run at it. All right, we're gonna do a little bit of combat, but first let's get a little bit more of what they're doing, and then we're gonna come back and God, do like, I'm gonna get wrecked. Quick rounds of combat. You're about to really. Oh gosh. Uh, okay. Everybody else, Nimdiok and Dipple, you have now moved your way into the double doors, and as you go inside, this hallway is nicely fancy and elaborate. As you go down, there is a stairway that kind of goes up at the end of this hallway and reaches up into the second floor area. Alongside this hallway is some regular mundane doors that probably just go to other side things. Detect powers on the Woo! Doors. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and detect some of that. I'm just moving to the stairs. You guys go ahead and walk down this area, going upstairs and finding your way up until this, this second patio area. But as you're walking up the stairs, you notice there are some guards down the hall at a balcony that actually faces in to the main foyer. Stealth. 
Okay, absolutely. Well, you already did a stealth. You did good, didn't you? Both. What was your yeah, previous stealth scores? You, yeah, you guys are good on the stealth. Okay. You are hidden currently, but there are guards standing there looking out into the main ballroom. Yeah. Um, one of them does turn around and starts walking your direction. You too quickly duck, and you don't really know where he's going, but his footsteps get closer and closer as he's walking down this hallway. Is there like a chair or a table or something? There is this kind of like desk desk kind of table thing, yeah. Does it have drawers? It has drawers, yes. Invisible sage hand and open the drawer. Okay, so as he's walking down, and you kind of like are peeking around the wall, you see this shelving unit kind of thing, you, you pull open a drawer, and he stops. He looks down at this drawer. Hey, uh... Roderick? Did we install new fancy door-opening thingamabobs? Now? <laughs> well, then. <laughs> and he kind of just starts... He pulls out a sword and kind of puts it up to the actual shelf. He starts to stab it. And then you shove it closed on his sword. No, I'm gonna leave it's it. It's a mimic. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm he just says gonna... out loud, It's not a mimic! He just, he just kind of keeps poking it at this point. And now he's receptive and looking around, but you guys are still around this wall. Yes. I'm making up a lot of words this How do you guys so. want to deal continuing with these guys? They're not going to move closer to you. He's currently investigating this, you know, desk at the edge of a sword, and the other guy is still staying out in the balcony. There are multiple doors going down this hallway, and it's a pretty tall hallway, kind of going up about 15 feet tall. So he's at the top of the stairs, or where, where upstairs? He is in the middle of the hallway. You are at the top of the stairs hiding behind something. Like a wall. Okay. I'll, I'll give you some time to think about that. Angus, what are you doing? You've now got an unconscious guard. I, I start calling for a guard. Is the door closed behind uh, Nimdio? Yeah, did they close Yeah, them? they closed yeah. the door behind them. <laughs> I, I want to call for a guard. Alright, you call for a guard, and suddenly multiple guards look over to you, and they pull their weapons and start getting close to you, trying to figure out what's going on here. What, what's going on here? I have found this guard drinking on the job. He just fell unconscious. Look at that thing right there. Look at this glass. It smells breath. It's nasty. It's bad. Freaking drunk over here. Okay, so the guard is now unconscious next to you, and the other guards have walked up, sheathing, unsheathing their weapons, and they are very flustered at what's going on, just trying to figure out, okay, what happened? What are you talking about? He was drinking on the job. I just walked over, and all of a sudden he just fell over unconscious because he had a little champagne glass with him. All right, stand back, sir. Stand back. All right, all right. I, do you want me to just drop him? You, yes, put him down. Okay, I drop him. And he just hits the hard ground hard, and they just kind of look at him and look over him, and they do smell his breath like you uh, 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 tell them to, and they're just like, oh, golly, that's something strong. And he's like, oh my gosh, I, I thought this guy's been here for a long time. And you do cause a bit of a ruckus here, and a lot of guards are looking right at you, and a lot of them you see on the balconies above have their weapons drawn, and they're kind of aimed in your general direction. And a lot of the partygoers don't notice what's going on just about yet. Nimdiok and Dipple. Okay, I'm gonna use my sage hand. Okay. Invisible. But put it down towards the end of the hallway and knock on one of the doors. Okay. From the inside. From the inside of the door. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're not Mm. gonna know it's invisible. Yeah, never mind. Alright. You knock on the door. We run upstairs. As, As the guards are like, Going, going towards the door. Awesome, fantastic. These two guards, they start kind of looking towards the door. He's like, "Hey, well, I don't know what's going on here. Somebody's inside this room. No, no one's inside that room. I, I swear. Come here." And they both start going towards that door. And you uh, run up the stairs. They're right there. You've got multiple doors in this hallway. Uh, down, so Scooby Doo. Down the way, near the actual balcony, there is a huge door on the left, which seems cooler than the rest of them. So this is like the second story kind of thing that's looking down over where we just were? Uh, yes, the balcony at the end of the hallway is the only thing that's looking down outside. Okay, so then yeah, we're just gonna kind of run past them. Alright, you're gonna make some noise and they're gonna notice you? Silence. Yes. You have to use the spell song for that. Okay. So, like, there's no way. I swear, the amount of times you guys have messed with somebody's head I just know, this I episode was, alone. And, and now <laughs> they can't put hear. It as close to the door now as I deaf. possibly can, where, like, the door that we're trying to get to is, like, on the edge of that. That way, the 20 foot radius extends into the hallway. Without noise, you run past them, not making a single sound, and you notice as the guards are, like, starting to knock, 
<laughs> on the door and they start freaking out because they can't hear their own knock on the door and they start like opening the door and there's no sound happening and they're freaking out and like <laughs> the one who had the weirder voice who was on the balcony starts like taking something out and like jangling keys next to his ear they are flipping and it's locked but you've got these tools on you Nimbia. Uh, okay yeah i'm helping him so. 26 okay not Okay. How about you have a plus <laughs> nine to your tools? So, yeah. I mean, still silently, you break through. I just want to put that there. You're now inside, you close it back, and you can even lock the door back. Yes. You're yeah. now in this dark, unlit room, which has this kind of like skylight that is currently just a yeah, high five there. <laughs> skylight up on top, which shows just the starry night ahead of you. And you're in this room. I'm going to describe this room really quick dancing lights. Cool. Yeah. You light up this room. Honestly, they're kind. You're, you two are in a safe space right now. Like you're in a safe zone. So we're gonna come back to you with the room in a second. Okay. But basically, there's a bed. There's a desk. There's like some of your regular stuff that you can start searching through. Um, just figure out what you kind of want to do. Thoradin. Okay. Roll for initiative. Nine. I mean, he's probably going. For he it. has an eighteen plus two. All right. He goes first. And oh boy, is he revving up? As he revs up, he goes towards you. He's gonna make an attack at you right here. No, he's not. Okay. 28? Nah, misses. <laughs> oh, so he does! As he wails into you, that's gonna be 3d10 plus 6. Freaking, I'm not raging right now. Yeah, you can change yes, that did. I can't be raging until it's my turn to activate it. Golly! Wait, didn't you say that? Oh, I wanted to go first. Okay. But I can't. Mm -hmm. 21 points of damage. As he wails into you hard, and the air is not can I do. Uh, uh, how many again? 21. Did you say 10? No, I actually, I think I said 21. He did roll 3d6 plus 6. Oh, it's I, let, I let out a whimper. <laughs> it's now your turn. And he is now just like bulking up and you're staring up to this guy who's twice your size in every dimension. Okay, I want to like spin. I rage. Yes, rage. Second. That's a great idea. Frenzy rage. And oh, I want to like spin my axe around and hit him in the side of the freaking neck. His meaty neck. Make an attack. Uh, 15? Oh, that hits. Yes! He's kind of a glass cannon. I'll just say that on the get-go. 8 plus 3 plus 2. That's 13 damage, my man. That's in there. All right. I have another attack. I'm going to attack again. Yeah, go ahead and make another attack. Because I... Ooh, that's a crit! That's very helpful ah! right now. That is very helpful. Very helpful right now, especially with the D12 on the, on the floor. Uh, 7, 5 plus 5, that's 17. 17 in so it. That's 30 damage total. Suck it, dude. Your fists are worse than my two hits. But he hurts a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, so you are wailing into this guy with your axe, and he's got no armor, really. It's just him and his bulk. And you're wailing into him, and it is now his turn as he goes ahead and makes another attack right towards you again. He's a punch boy, huh? His plus nine to hit. I love that he just doesn't have weapons. He uh, just doesn't care. 13. To hit? Yes. That is a miss. How do you dodge this as this giant hole? No, yeah, I like go in for this double hit and then I see like his, him revving up and I just, just duck under it. Yeah, you do kind of like a matrix dodge a little bit. Yeah. All right, back I'm to you. I'm very monk style. Back to you. I want to like take advantage of that dodge and like jump off of his knee, Ongbok style, and shove the Eye of Medusa that I have into his eye. Oh my gosh. Okay. <sighs> Any latent Wait. energy that this might have that paralyzed him even a little I bit. I am gonna apologize to you really quickly. I never gave you the card for it. This is an item? It is an item, but it specified that it basically lost its power over a certain amount of days. It was powerful in that... No, give this the podcast. to me. Listen, like, it's kind of done. No. Like, I don't know. I want to like, shove it into his eye. Any latent little bit of energy that this thing has. You can try that. You I'm can, like, crack it. it and, like, throw it. Not crack yeah. it. I'm shoving it into his eye. All right, yeah. So, first off, I guess do a grapple check to cover all of Which this. Which I have advantage on. Grapple check will cover Because all of raging this. is fun. Well, This guy's got a plus six to his strength. Oh, but that's only an eight. <laughs> so, as you, you kind of monkey around him and... Throw this into his eye. Let me pull up this card really I'm going quickly. to push it as hard as I can. Okay, you stun him. He doesn't have a reaction, so you can move away without doing opportunity attacks. And he lost um, movement speed in general. He oh, still an attack. He doesn't have reactions but right now? For this turn, he has no reactions and no movement speed. Can I, can I use my second attack to wail on his head while I'm up here? If we're still counting a gra- Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. 
at seven damage, and then I want to like just move jump backwards using my movement and get forty-five feet away from him, which means he has to use his action to get to me. I would assume because he's yeah. probably slower than me. Uh, no, he's gonna use his action to dodge, and he is just like holding his fists in front of him, looking at you intently. What a nerd! Your turn. I stayed on the side of my door. You you went around him to the other side. When did I go around him? When you got on his back and then ran away from him. I, oh, I didn't think. Oh, no, I never got on his back. I said I never wanted to do that. Oh, I jumped okay. up his front and shoved him. Yeah, the you're back. you're actually. I can't open the door behind me. Okay, awesome. You back up, kick the door open, and you look inside, and there's a laboratory. So before we explore that, back to Nimdiok and Dipple. You are in the bedroom of Lord Brumby. There is this giant bed that's got like the whole banisters that go up to the side and these like sheets down. And there's like art everywhere. It's pretty intense. There's a huge desk with a giant like throne sort of seat. What are you looking for in this room? Uh, currently, first off, I'm going to detect powers again. Yes. So oh, uh, give oh. it to me. Okay. So here's the thing. Give it to me. Everything. <laughs> oh, no, but a certain specific things. Right above his bed, there is kind of like, no, I wouldn't say boy band posters, but I would say there's art on the ceiling. And it's in this weird concentric circle kind of design. There's all these different looping shapes that are combined together. And that symbol in the ceiling is glowing. Um, uh, she gets to know the school of magic applied to it. Enchantment? Enchantment would be taking over the mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, alongside that, there is something glowing in a kind of treasure chest to the side. Um, and... I will say, every time you've done this in this whole place, the air has kind of glowed. There's a general glow around okay. you, but it's, it's, it doesn't block anything out. Those are the two main things. Something in a chest, and there is a glyph in the ceiling. Well, I'm going to go over to the chest first, and I'm going to try and, and open it. It is locked. Thieves tools. Nimjack runs into the rescue. Crit. Crit. Fantastic. You just, That's like, like my fourth you poke today. it today. Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> How do you unlock it? Tell me. I want to I pick it up and just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, you know this style of safe. You know that it has a weakness to just being lifted up and dropped. You hit the. I mean, safe if I'm gonna open point. it and I can choose, that's all I'm gonna <laughs> you do. Hit the safe I mean, you guys still point. have silence on, right? Yeah. It's still gonna make noise. You guys hear the noise, but the guys in the hallway are still in a zone of silence. They can't hear anything outside okay. of it. They're hearing. Because oh, that is actually how silence works. Yes. Yeah. They, sound can't pass through. They've yeah. got no sound. Received, and they also have no idea you're in that room. So you guys have done a very good job at not having much obstacles in your way. I opened it. It is open, <laughs> and inside is basically what you would expect, like the primary lord of a city to have. There's a ton of fancy things, like fancy clothes, gold bars, and like diamonds, alongside with like paintings and like kind of pictures of himself along with other things, uh, like keys, lots of random keys that are kind of sorted in different shapes and sizes. Um, and what you see that was glowing is this small container, this kind of like, it, it's it's no bigger than, than uh, say, like a card deck. It's like okay. this tiny rectangular container. Okay. And I it's glowing. It I pick it up. You pick it up. It is latched on the side. And as you unlatch it, inside is a deck of glowing cards that are, they seem metallic when you look at the deck entirely, but as you kind of shift it left and right, it kind of looks transparent. I take it. Okay, you now have the deck. Put it in my backpack. Can I have one? No. So I go and I investigate the rune. Does it look like the rune that was on the stone that the um, science guy had? Listen, you're the only person who would actually recognize this. You've seen this symbol before. Okay. It is the exact shapes of the roads that their map of the city has. The roads. As you pick out your map, the entire road layout of the city which is different than it was five months ago, has been rerouted to this exact shape in his the ceiling. The whole city is a ritual. It's the whole city is a ritual circle. Holy crap. <laughs> Johnny, that's the coolest thing. Kind of tempted to leave that thing. <laughs> so we have a we have a passed out guard. We have a tiger that's 
We don't know. We have. <laughs> That's the one. We, don't we, know. we have, some, tried to we do have a dude who's probably gonna be, get beaten to death, and then we have a ritual city. Great. Yeah. See you next time, folks. Once again, I would like to thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this middle-of-the-month episode to tide you over while you may be stuck at home. I really hope you enjoyed, and again, I would like to thank BattleBards for the music used in this episode. They currently have an amazing half-off promotion. Use code GREETINGSWAYFARERS with no spaces at checkout. And remember to always follow your heart of adventure.